I'm hitting my target, I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm stuck like New Orleans, did it jumping. They calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Hey, 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 what's going on? And welcome to the most mediocre podcast you've ever heard in your life. I am your host, Shano, the Insano. Of course, the guy on the ones and twos, your most hated Jesus Irish kid <laughs> on the planet, which I have, a, I have a take about Irishmen. We can talk about that later. Enter Jake. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. And last but not least, we have a special guest today from the probably one of your probably a podcast you listen to more than this one it's way better from two dads one dot justin dudroy how you doing brother thanks for hanging out hey how's everybody doing long time listener first time guest <laughs> yeah hell, nice hell yeah see dude. It. dude z is not in today so uh we were blessed to have dut with us tonight i'm pretty excited yeah it's big shoes to fill i'll see if i can handle it speaking of big shoes to fill for z this is a true story for years his mom always bought him size 12s and he was like a size nine and a half Oh, I remember the kid had the biggest shoes in the world. Yeah, but and and he just got immediately faster. Like when we when someone finally realized that his shoes were too big. It was like seventh grade, I think. It was like so late. There's just is because I think he probably got like a pair of like shell toes. And oh, you know yeah. they just look like clown shoes. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen like the video of like the The Rat. The rat. Those ones immediately make your feet look way too big when you wear them. Dude, uh, we used to have a sales manager uh, that worked with us that would have, first of all, his the shoes looked huge. They're shell toes. And he would tie them so tight, tight that, that they, they touched. It, yeah, that they touched. It was wild, dude. Why did she buy too big of shoes? <laughs> I, have a, I have a couple thoughts on that. I don't know. They're on sale. <laughs> Mom, dude, she was mom, going to she's yeah. going to like TJ Maxx and Marshalls, no, and there's Coles. like <laughs> there was no Marshalls back then. Coles I know. was the move. Coles and TJ Maxx was yeah. the move. If you go to Marshalls though, they always have like a size like 17 shoe that no yeah. one's ever gonna buy. That's for like it's just a novelty in there. You're just like, all right, yeah. There's just like a family of uh, Nicaraguans just like living in the fucking shoe. <laughs> I meant this, what's the other? What's the country south of Mexico that everyone always talks about coming up here? What is that? When, when, when people are like, "Oh, we got to check the border. We got a a south caravan." Of Mexico, yeah, caravan of what is that? What's the country? Oh, uh, there's like a shit ton of. Them. I know, but there's just one. They always Honduras. Oh, is it Honduras. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Joke would have been better with Honduras. But anyways, anyways. So, okay, I want to talk about this real quick. First off, I just got back from skiing. We can talk about that story in a second. That's interesting. Two, I'm laughing so hard at the fact uh, that we have um, sh- we shot down a Chinese <laughs> balloon. And there's just not enough people talking about this. Like, you think, like, it's it's definitely promoted in the news a lot. Yeah. But how fucking ridiculous is this? And nobody is like talking about how absurd this is. I feel like it's just showing how world governments are just ran by adult toddlers. Like honestly, because like it's it's just so childish that it's like it's like when you were young and like you'd be like 
hey, stop touching your sister. And then you would just like get in her space. Yeah. And you're like, he's, well, he's like, mom. He's like, well, he's not touching you. Or like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's like, hey, I'm going to throw this balloon over here. It's like, hey, we're going to shoot that down. And then now it's like, oh, well, we can retaliate now. It's like, shut the fuck up. You have a big ass balloon in our area. I can't believe it was a real thing. I had like, especially where, how my mind's always thinking. I'm thinking, what conspiracy is this? Oh, like, 100%. I thought it was like DeMar, what's his name from Cincinnati, DeMar? From the Bills? Or for the Bills. Hamlin. DeMar DeMar Hamlin. I was like, is it DeMar Hamlin up there? Just (laughs) dead-ass body just floating around? Shoot it down. That's how how they confirm his death. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was just a meme at first. I thought it was just a meme, honestly, at first. Dude, I thought it was so ridiculous. I do. The the best are the videos of people watching the balloon get blasted. It was like... Dude, is this going to be what brings, like, the left and the right back together? Is just us just smoking the shit out of Chinese oh, yeah. hardware? <laughs> I think it, the only thing that we could do is if it was, in, like, an alien. If it was an actual alien, like, then people would be like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is serious. You shoot it down, just Will Smith comes out and just punches an alien in the face, and you're like, Welcome we're back. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he says? Well, yeah, that's what he says. He punches him. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. And he punches him in the head. <laughs> Dude, Will Smith, dude, was that Vivica Fox in that movie with him? Oh, yeah. What a fucking babe, dude. I love that that was like the most like underwent part, but the most realistic part was that a military dude just proposes to a stripper that already has a kid. <laughs> it's just like, There's, it's like yeah, it, it I know so like much- six military <laughs> <laughs> There's like just like the movie theater is like everyone just got up and just start fucking slow clapping. Right. Like that's me, man. That's me. Dude, I am Will Smith. Bro. I am, I am Will Smith. <laughs> they normalized it for years. Like after that, it just became such a normal thing. Like, dude, go to the Air Force, marry a stripper. Life is gonna be dope. Take care I can of that. Take kid. you away from this, baby. I can take you away from this. Why do you like it here so much? You know, let's get out of here. I can make your life whole. <laughs> but are you Will Smith? No. No. Nah. No, that's the big thing. Like, think of your buddies. Yeah. <laughs> the polar opposite of Will Smith. Oh, 100%. He's punching her in the face. He's not punching him. <laughs> Dude, that, she is such a babe in that movie, though. Oh, yeah. And an underrated... Uh, I like always sending our sales teams uh, like pump up speeches and stuff. None of it really works, but just oh, sending yeah. it. Uh, that his speech, his Fourth of July speech is like definitely underrated. Yeah, so we did like a top like draft of like movie speeches. Yes, it was definitely in there. Hundred percent. Where was uh, any given Sunday? Uh, that was my like no. That one was my number one. Dude, the inches, the yes. inches, the yeah. inches all around. Dude, he is so good in all yeah. oh, that speech. It's goosebumps for sure. LL Cool J wearing like the skull cap. God, that movie's so good. Crozier, you're just offensive coordinator. Crozier, <laughs> dude, I want to watch that movie now. What, what were some other ones on that list? Do you remember? Uh, Friday Night Lights. You know the what? Locker room speech. Do you know what I fucking hate about Friday Night Lights? They wore Under Armour. Oh yeah. In the movie, you're just like, uh, buddy, you're wearing Russell Athletics. Yeah, it's 1983. Yeah. 
And they have all like sick Under Armour in the game. It's like, what did you, what just happened? It's like, how does the director not know that this isn't going to make sense? Because of the paycheck. <laughs> yeah, but am I the only person that gets get that got pissed about that? Like, I was like so annoyed. Like the movie was so. What was it? Booby. Booby Miles. Booby Miles. Like, the, what a great character. And then they were just like, yeah, Under Armour. And I was like, yeah. I'm out. So like, uh, if you like rewatch the movie, he plays a cameo in it. He's like on the sideline as like an assistant coach. And then like Roy Williams, the wide receiver, he's like the coach of like, uh, what's the, the other one where he has to go to get his MRI starts with an M Midland. Oh yeah. Midland, yeah. yeah. So he's like on Midland and he like, he's an assistant coach cause he actually graduated from Odessa Permian. Oh no shit. Yeah. And then he went I to Texas. That's wild. Yeah, dude. Another crazy fact. Like, I watched a movie about that Dallas Carter team. None of them, like, went pro. Like, a bunch of them got arrested for, like, a bunch of, like, burglary charges. <laughs> it was, like, they, guns and stuff. So, like, one dude was just like, hey, man, I just started robbing, like, fast food joints. You want to get in with me? And then they were just like, yeah. So then they just did it, and then they got their one buddy, like, he became like a security guard at like Macy's and then they just robbed the shit out of it. So then they all got in trouble and all like got to prison. They, but they don't put that in the movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, I think your comment about Will Smith, is that, that's going to be my favorite comment ever. That is so funny to me. Anyway, sorry. All right. So this balloon. So are we down that this is a real balloon? We're all cool with this. What do you mean? That it's a balloon. Yeah. I mean, what like they say what it is and like, what it was used for and like everybody's like oh it's just you know for the meteorologists and then they were like for communications and i'm just like everybody's like oh they're trying to take pictures of our military bases and all this stuff and i'm just like satellites do that from like a million feet above that yeah why would they crystal clear pictures yeah why would they use the (laughs) shittiest technology possible a giant balloon the size of three school buses just floating above it's like oh dude i got this it's like a it's like a like a modern time cia agent that's like listening in on a terrorist and instead of using some like high-tech speaker machine that's ultrasound like he's using one of those old bronze hearing horns that he's got a cup to the door (laughs) like like, why are we using the most outdated technology if they're trying to spy on us? well that's the thing too is people are like oh they're trying to steal our information it's like buddy they have that all from tiktok already and your (laughs) iphone they have everything yeah, somebody told me once uh, I was in a sales management course with a guy that was trying to start up like a security business, and he had FBI background. And that's where like he was coming in with this company, and he told us in this class, he was like, "There's two types of companies in the in the United States. Con- there's companies that haven't been, or there's companies that have been hacked by China, and companies that didn't know that they've been hacked by China." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." So like I always think about that when he says that. So like, what is what is this fucking? You gotta go check your firewalls. <laughs> yeah, what is this shitty balloon doing that like they can't do that way? So so what's the? It's so a what's distraction. The, what are the conspiracy theorists saying? Do we know? So like, uh, what's his name? The Sandy Hook guy, Alex Jones. Oh yeah. So apparently he's a huge expert on it. Growing up in Texas, he's seen a bunch of them, and like he's like at any given moment, the U.S. has like a hundred of these balloons just up in the air. We just can't see them yet. Like they're just too far up. Yeah, because they're, they're at 60,000 feet. Yeah, and he's like, what he thinks it is, is like the way it was traveling and like the huge cargo that it had on there that was just empty. He was like, it's the perfect EMP. 
Like you just float it over and just send it off and it'll crash into whatever it lands in. So he's like, it's a twofer. It'll just black out whatever city it is. And then once it crashes, if it ends up crashing into something, then it's just going to blow that up. Dude, how fucking pissed would you be? Because it's like that balloon is huge. It's like 200 feet tall. And it like, has a cargo area that's like a cargo jet is what they said. So I thought, I thought it was massive. like, oh, I heard it was like three school buses. That's way bigger than three school buses. Yeah. This is, it does. I mean, it's still fucking huge. That's yeah. hilarious. In my head, it's like my kid's balloon. You know what it's I'm just saying? the it balloon. <laughs> yeah. Get the, the balloon, jet. Scramble the jet. I kept thinking of the old the cartoon with the old guy with the square head. Where his house floats up by all the balloons. Oh, oh, up. 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 Yeah. Duh. That's what I was thinking. Where about. does it float? Oh, up. Uh, up. Yeah. yeah, got it. Sweet. Damn it. Yeah, so I was fucking annoyed by it, that. It kind of reminded me of uh, those, that one, uh, like, I don't, I don't even think it was a prank. It was just people kind of gain attention. But the people that said that their kid got stuck in, like, that balloon or whatever and, like, floated up. Remember, this was, like, years and years and years ago. Mm. They, like, they said that their, like, three-year-old, like, got in this thing and then was, like, floating. Like a hot air balloon? It was, yeah, it was, like, this weird, like, it was like a metallic looking like weather balloon type thing. They uh-huh. said like they're, they're like, oh, his dad was doing some sort of scientist like experiment or some shit. And they said his the son climbed in and he was like floating way high up. So everyone was freaking out. And then they shot it down. And he just like he was just like hiding in the house. And like <laughs> but they, they shot and, it down. They no like they like once they got it down. Oh, like and like this was like on national TV and everything because everyone's like freaking out about this little kid. And like he was just in the house the whole time. It's like just hiding because like there was like, he was just like got out of a nap and just walks out. And he's like, "What's all this ruckus?" <laughs> no, but the parents were in on it. The, the parents were like the ones that did that so that they would get all that attention. Oh, yeah. It seems like a Disney movie to me. That <laughs> whatever you just said, yeah. I, I, had to, I'll be I don't think Disney's into swindling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they're like the most swindling. <laughs> Someone told me the other day, or I read the other day that uh, Tom and Jerry, the mouse and the cat, and this isn't. Uh, I think I think. Wait, go did you ahead. guys see this the other day that they're actually best friends? No, I I think I told you this. I didn't know. I never knew that. They're yeah. best friends, and the cat, they act like they're mad and they're chasing each other all the time, so that the the woman doesn't get a real cat. Makes into sense. the house. I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. thought that was wild. Exactly. But that's like, was that a good? Did you guys watch that one when you were kids? Oh yeah, Tom that's Jerry. fire. Yeah, yeah. that's really fire. That's like also the. Uh, it's like a very good representation of the uh democratic democratic and uh republican party where all they act like they're separate and they're really yeah. just, in they're just ex- in exactly together. that's literally tom and jerry yeah it reminds me of when uh mayweather was getting ready to fight uh uh irish dude jesus conor mcgregor mcgregor and then they were like flying on jets together going to the thing having a oh, blast yeah. it's like oh, oh right after no before they're doing before. It before yeah before. For like the press uh, conference tour and stuff like that. Oh, and people are like, oh, they're, oh, they're trying to save money. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, after all the fucking millions they're going to make off your ass from buying pay-per-view. Yeah. Dude, I just, I was in the, we were out in Colorado when that whole balloon thing popped off. So, like that word? Yeah, I like that. So, and then I was like, <sighs> so they they brought it, they bring it up and I was like, what? A fucking balloon? And I was like, oh, we're, we're going to hell. Like this, the the end of the times are coming. Like this is so weird. Why is this happening? A yeah. fucking balloon. I was just so confused. And then I watched. <clears throat> you guys got to start watching the show. It's called um, The Last of Us on HBO. Have you guys heard about it at all? 
Uh, no, the reference to the video game. Oh, so that's what somebody else said that to me too. So it was a yeah. video game first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So do you know what it's about, Jake? Uh, not really. It's about a girl with Down syndrome that has uh, two adopted multiracial parents. Oh my! Just the way he said it, and then looked at both of us. She has Down syndrome, and then looked at both of us like. You got it? And I was, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> she doesn't have Down syndrome, I don't think, but she definitely has like a little bit of it. You know? <laughs> you know, she's got a Not little, a full chromosome. Yeah, she's got like a little, like a, just a little bit. And uh, it's, a, it's a zombie show. Yeah. It's like post apocalyptic. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So instead of it being like a virus or. What was contagion? Was like a was that a virus technically? All viruses. Yeah, but this one is something about the a, a type of fungus grows in your body and then takes over your body. And these fucking these uh, zombies are the creepiest zombies you can imagine because they're like part human, like part like mushroom or like fungus. This is like wild. episode four drop. On, I on just Sunday? watched the first two. It's okay. so good. I'm telling everybody, check it, this shit out. Yeah. Use okay. Jake's login. He's going to post it after this episode. <laughs> Use his login. <laughs> check it out. Wait, what is it on? HBO. HBO Max. Okay. Dude, HBO Max is crushing it, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, they are. Even though they just lost uh, Euphoria. Didn't they? Yeah, because all the uh, actors and actresses fucked it up. Pretty they want to get paid more, right? Yeah, like the like the. Uh, did you watch it? Uh-uh. There's like the side girl, like or the side girl, like it's a like a side character that like the point of that character is like for you not to like her. You know what I mean? Okay. And she wanted to get paid as much as Zendaya. No, Sydney Sweeney. Yes. Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that the blonde? Yeah. You know a lot about her for not knowing the show. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so, like, she wanted to get paid the same amount as the uh, Zendaya, and then, like, there was, like, two couples. Like, they were dating in real life and then broke up, so they didn't want to keep doing it because they broke up in real life. And it's like, ugh. And so they it's all just, acting. So stupid. It's like, okay, cool. So you guys are all backing away from the most popular show ever on HBO. Got it. Yeah, yeah. but I think this one just, like, took took that crown. Yeah, I mean, it will just be continued to be changed all the time. You know, it's funny because someone brought that up to me today about it used to being a video game. And there's like a scene when they're in this truck and it reminded me of a video game. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, did you play Call of Duty at all? Mm -mm. Well, there's like these scenes where like they're like, it's like before you start to play, it has like this break in scene. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it reminded me of. So that makes a lot of sense. Actually, it's kind of dope. Probably good callback to it. Yeah, exactly. But as a as a uh, dad too, I'm thinking <clears throat> the HBO shows now. It's kind of funny because when we were kids, I would watch like the craziest shit on HBO as a kid, like real sex at night. Dude, I watched. I remember being as like, opposed to fake sex. <laughs> Sorry, you know, you're too young. He doesn't get <laughs> he it. Even, he doesn't get, get it. it. You don't know about having your remote last channel to Nickelodeon. <laughs> <late at night. laughs> In case walks in, click, 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 click proof channel. Yeah. Back to Nick at night. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I remember being a kid and I'd watch like uh, 
this prison show. It was called Oz. Oh, yes. And it was Oz the was... most intense show I've ever seen Straight in my life. Straight ass raping. Dude, one million percent ass raping. Like and murders, plannings. Like they infected that Italian mafia with AIDS. And then Adebisi just took over the whole prison. And I was like, this show is nuts. And you know, just being a kid. Jeez. Yeah, that's when I got my first face tattoo is after I watched that show. Uh, no? All right. No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, so we got a uh, Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. Does he, anybody have any cool plans this weekend? Uh, so for those that don't know me, I'm a barber here in town. Uh, our barbershop is throwing a Super Bowl party just because, uh, one, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Best game of the year. And then, like, four other barbers have birthdays in February. Oh, nice. Which they told me is the rarest month to have a birthday. And I was like, is it just because of 28 days? And they're like, yeah. I was like... That's a stupid fact, but all right, I'll give it to you. I guess you have three less days to have a birthday in that so, month. So the cro- so the cro- uh, the fans know a very stupid fact. Uh, <laughs> Dot actually cuts my son's hair, and he only wants to go to him. I ask him, I go, why do you like him? And he says, because he doesn't say anything to me. <laughs> That's how I am. I let the, I let the client dictate how this haircut's gonna go. And he just sat there like he had a million problems. Like he just got off the worst day of his life. <laughs> he was just like, oh, man, <laughs> you know, faded up a little off the top, my guy. I was like, you got it, bud. A tough day at Taekwondo, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he just low. Like, it's so funny. He's not He's like, I like it because he doesn't talk to me. I was like, damn. Okay, wait. I remember now. You told me about this. You switched your. Your uh, beard, because, I mean, you don't have a barber, but you have a person that cuts your beard. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Well, I'll bounce back between them now. Yeah. You bounce back? Just because I go on Saturday, so just whoever's open first. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But you can write down people's names, so it's whatever. And I kind of sometimes... <laughs> you can request whichever barber you want to go to. And I and sometimes I push. Because... Rains, rains but for, sometimes for, goes But for people whatever. listening, the way it was told to me, you used to go to someone... Okay, yeah, well, yeah, we don't need to talk about it, but yeah. He's not, li- he's not listening. <laughs> I don't, don't know. And then you switched to yeah. our man over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's and they're right great. across the aisle from each other, so you have to sit in the chair. Well, it's a grassroots connection. <laughs> yeah. Pat graduated barber school. He went to barber school before me, and then I graduated, so... Like, technically, I was just waiting for Dudori to get done. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Delroy and I grew up with the only thing between us, our houses, was a football stadium and a parking lot. Yeah. That was the only thing between our houses. Okay. So, so like, we you went, went to Dwinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were so telling the, me, you said. So, the back of the parking lot, like, if you the school and you go all the way back to the parking lot, um, the White House on the corner. So, like, my fence touched, like, the parking lot. So I was that I was that house. Okay. And then Z and then Z was like Is that as close as you came two to private school? Away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. <laughs> but then Z lived like two blocks away, like one block down and then one block back. And when Z got his license, he came and drove and then didn't want to, he didn't he didn't have a parking pass, so you have to get him at the beginning of the year and parked in Dedroy's driveway. No, he parked in the front. Oh, but he the- parked like so, like, not in the front of my house, but, like, edged back. So, he's kind of, like, in the neighbors. And he was like, hey, man, is it cool if I park here? I was like, yeah, just park in the front. Well, he, like, was like, I don't want to park directly in front of his house. 
So he kind of like parked in between like my house and the neighbor's house. And neighbors was like, nah, tell that shit. Damn. Dude, and he got in a wreck. And he got in a wreck like his first week when you're not supposed to have people in your car. Wait, was that uh, St. Vincent's? Yeah, St. Vincent's. I think, yeah. yeah, I think we talked about that. Oh, so funny, dude, growing up like that. But yeah, so we all ran around. So it was, it's all good. We're just waiting for Dead to get his license. That's that's all it was. Come official. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the other uh, barber sees it the same way. Actually, he does. He's, like, super cool because he always, like, push clients my way. Yeah, I know. My, uh, his, big, his big motto is, just as long as they come to the shop. And I'm like, it's a stupid motto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't, you don't own this shop. <laughs> it's not like you're getting revenue from all the barbers. <laughs> all right, dude. Team team mentality though, dude. Yeah, that's a stupid motto. (laughs) No, like if I can't get you in and I can't work something out, then I'll be like, yeah, come to the shop because I just I say that because I know that everybody that works there will get you right. Yeah, or and you have a better chance of them like not just like straight up stealing the client. Yeah, because it's your dude that you have to like sit next to. (laughs) Okay, so wait, so how do you feel about this? I get my haircut uh, by a girl at a salon. Okay. How do you feel about that? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I do. Then I don't care. Okay. I mean, it's I don't. I'm not gonna hate on like a girl's. Like I'm not gonna be here and be like, oh, men are better barbers. Mm-hmm. It's just if you enjoy your haircut, you're the one that's got to wear it. But yeah. men, but men's brains are larger, so <laughs> chances are they do give a better haircut. Yeah. Well, and I've had like some dudes like I was. I've been at like speeds playing basketball, and dudes were like passing out their cards like. Hey man, like I, if you want a nice fade, let me know. And I tell him, I'm like, well, actually, my girlfriend cuts my hair, so unless you can beat a free haircut and sex, uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you'll be getting my business. And the guy's I like, can't, be, the guy's I can't like, beat a free haircut, but <laughs> <laughs> you come sit in the chair, bud. <laughs> yeah, that guy didn't like the comment. <laughs> that was a very weird look he gave me. I just like the I always make fun of people for going to salons because the barber shop is just such a vibe. Yeah, especially uh, especially Lace because Bruce did a good job of getting like a group of like really dope dudes. I know like four or five of those guys all came from United one, but mm-hmm. the rest of the group is just like everyone's cool as fuck to talk to or say what up to. It's just tough on Saturdays because it's so like yeah busy and there's people that, like are just coming in kind of like one off time you know one off type people. Yeah. So it's tough, but excuse me. No, so. Probably one of the main things that attracted me to that barbershop. Um, so, like, I knew Bruce, like, growing up. We partied together. Yeah. Um, mentioned barber that Shane's talking about Pat. We went to school together. So, it's, like, a couple of those dudes I knew. Mm-hmm. And then I just so happened to be lucky. Like, I'm fortunate and I'm grateful that I was able to get a chair there. Yeah. It was just uh, when I was going to school, one of the instructors had worked with Josh, the barber. And he was just like, hey, man, who in here do you think is – like shop ready and can cut and my name just happened to come up and crossing and that's yeah, just that's how it awesome. happened yeah see it's funny too because the uh it is an important thing just to understand like where that seat is and like who the people are that come in there and like what is the vibe that the barbershop's trying to like create yeah like it was funny like when i used to go to united i used to go out southwest all the way out southwest before uh what's his name opened up the one over off cold water mm-hmm and it was mostly like a Mexican group oh, yeah. back then, right? And it was funny because they had this big, heavy Mexican dude that was always in the back that had never had anybody in his chair. 
So the first time I go over there and uh, I sit down, what was it Dro? I can't remember his name. Um, but they're like, they're like, uh, they're all looking at me and they're all trying to like, the, you know, they want to come and tell me like there's a seat open in the back. And then, so finally, someone like like cleans off their fucking knife and like comes over and he's like, "Hey, man, my man can get you in the back." And I was like, "That guy in the back with nobody in his chair?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "No thanks." <laughs> And the whole fucking barbershop, like, lost it. And then ever from there on, it was, like, always hilarious to go in there. Like, always had a blast in there. Yeah. What's his name? Pepe? You know him? He's, like, Uh -uh. a fucking good-ass barber. He's always in there. I think I went to him, and then he got super busy. Then that's when I started fucking with Bruce. And then it was when Bruce was getting, like, ready to make a switch. And there's just a lot of of shit going on. But I I take it seriously because I like going in there. Yeah. So you guys said you're having a Super Bowl party there just because they wanted to have like a birthday party and then they were like, well, the Super Bowl's here, so we can yeah. just have everybody over at the shop and get, I think Jay Tubbs is going to be there spinning. I'm like, is this going to be like a full on like Ranger? What is going on here? I got to lock my stuff up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> dude, we have like a family thing and that old man that you heard on the phone is going to be coming over. So things are going to get pretty wild. Oh, yeah. We should get some cream of wheat. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> cream of wheat. Some cream of wheat. What is the, uh, oh, what is that cereal? It's god awful, but it's like every old person cereal. Shredded wheat? Uh, maybe. Man, I think it is shredded wheat. That is definitely one, right? Like yeah. that is definitely an old person cereal. There's like the mini shredded wheat, and then there's like the shredded wheat that just came like a block that you just threw in your bowl, and it was just like one like brick, basically, oh, a shredded God. wheat. You just had to pour milk in it and wait for it to soften up. Do you know, like, my favorite, like, broke-ass kid uh, meal growing up was shit on a shingle. What is shit on a shingle? It was, like, two pieces of toast, and then it was, like, creamed beef. You get, like, this bag. It came in a bag. It was creamed beef. And you would heat it up in the microwave, cut that bitch open, and just, like, pour it over the toast. And it was the most fire snack ever. Dude, it was so good. I wish I'm not going to knock it. Uh, this is my thing. I like. I won't knock it until I try it. My wife it is too bougie to get appetizing. it. Dude, it is so good. I'll where do you get wife. it at? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't even know where we get our shit now. <laughs> I get so, talking about. You just got to keep it. Got to keep it simple with just some buttered toast. A little cinnamon sugar. Cinnamon maybe. sugar. Fuck yeah. That's like some shit my grandma used to do when we were little. But shit is so good. Yeah. But yeah, shit on you guys don't know shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Tell yeah. me this. Uh, we were making fun of uh, last year. We before the uh, Super Bowl, we were making fun of people that have Super Bowl parties and then have just like shitty beer and shitty food. Oh yeah. So I want to talk about this. What do you have? You got something going on this weekend, don't you? Don't you have to go somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Andrea and I are uh, going to her friend's parents' house, and they're having some people over. But yeah, it's it was kind of which I think you're gonna talk about is like the snacks or the food. Yeah, what was the snack? There's a snack that you said that was there last year that I just could not stop laughing about. Oh shoot, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to think about. Because you that. know the normal shit, yeah, the wings, the you know all that stuff. And like you told me, you're like, yeah, they have like banana tartar. So I was like, what the fuck? Are you talking about? <laughs> Gosh, I'll have to think about that because that that uh. It just reminded me because I got a text and they're like, they're like, hey, everyone, like, you know, bring in something to chip in. And I, was, and I kind of asked him, I was like, okay, well, what, what's, what's being brought so far? What do we know? Got to get that out of the way. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're bringing buffalo chicken dip because that's easy to do. 
and you just you can't go wrong. It's a yeah. crowd favorite. Yeah, it you know what I mean. Like favorite. it is like you you could be the worst cook ever. It's gonna be fire. Yeah, we're guys. We're gonna start a forest <laughs> fire. <laughs> how do you make your buffalo chicken dip? <sighs> Shit, I don't know. I'm just gonna Google it. You know what I mean? That's oh. but that's how easy it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and I'm not gonna do it. My girlfriend is. Uh, do you my put blue cheese like, in yours? Huh? Or do you think you put blue cheese in there? You blue put cheese? blue cheese? I think so. No cream cheese. Cream cheese all the way. Well, definitely cream cheese. Yeah, but I don't, like my on wife top, like it, you just like it. sprinkle like the blue cheese, like give it like the crust, the melt it like in. I don't like that. Personally, I hate blue cheese. Me too. I don't oh, like dude, it. I, I fucking blue despise cheese. blue cheese, and I think it belongs with the pickle eaters that are gross human beings. You think blue cheese and pickles are in the same category? <sighs> you're fucking. Yeah, you're right. Man. You're right. Pickles are way worse. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa dude. <laughs> Hey, I that's a hill I will forever and always die on. Fuck pickles to this day. Really? Always. You eat always and ever. Fuck pickles. Yeah, cucumbers are delicious. Wow. How about uh, olives? Um, no. A blue cheese stuffed olive is my shit. No. An olive has to be on a supreme pizza for me to eat it. I'll you eat like it. Black olives? Yeah, I'll, I'll eat them on the supreme pizza because it's like has a bunch of other stuff. You no, know. he doesn't. He you told me secretly one time you didn't like black olives. No, that's not, fu- dude. No, I I always will you say this. You're, you're like I'll be nice to black olives when I see him. No, no, no I'll but be nice when I'm at home. I do when not me and like my black other white friends. We, we don't like black olives, dude. My one f- wife has a friend. She wants to come over with her black olive husband, and it's like, dude, we do not want these black olives around. I was like, I was like, dude, are we talking about black olives still? And you're like, yeah, dude, the ones in the jar. And I was like, okay. You walk in, I'm like munching on some green olives. And you're like, well, green olives are fine. <laughs> All olives matter. <laughs> No, dude. No, I I don't like olives, but I'll eat them if it's on a supreme pizza. That's about it. They're just too tough to. There's off. dude. There's black olives all over the house to celebrate uh, the month of February. So I was always like, "That's cool, Jake." Shout out, shout out. <laughs> dude, did you see uh, a Homestead had like a crazy lockdown? <laughs> did you see this? Okay, wait. So People we were, were talking about talking black about olives it. because yeah. of this. I'll tell you why. Because some girl got like racist at Homestead. She put she did blackface and like it was on a story. Said about or some Harriet shit. Tubman. What? I, I don't know the she whole said story. A joke about Harriet Tubman. Damn. I know. And I was like, well, what was the joke about? She was Harriet the first free runner. <laughs> Dude. Not on the pod, man. We don't do that shit on here, man. Damn it, Dutteroy. Sorry, of a bitch. It's two dads, one dutz. So. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was actually a huge fan of Harriet Tubman growing up, though. Seriously, <laughs> why? Because I was into black girls when I was in my early twenties. That's an AAU team going. Out. Yeah, that was an AAU team. <laughs> they, they, I was like, yeah, you can, uh, you take a guy out of the Bearcats. We can't take, take a Bearcat out of the guy. We had two. We had uh, three kids on my ninth grade, uh, eighth grade uh, AAU team with children. Yeah. Three kids with three kids on my team with children. Do you know what it's like going wait, to wait, an what grade is this? tournament with Eighth kids? Grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That's so such a, It was wild. It was a wild experience, dude. It was so much fun. I, I wish I could do it's that. Again. So, it's just so funny how like sheltered you can be. Just like for me, like I went from like a private school to Dwanger. And then when we, um, definitely lost the basketball game when we were at a basketball game and the other team like the first drive or the first opening play is them just throwing an alley-oop like almost pulling off the crazy stunk i've ever seen i'm like oh we're gonna get fucked 
And then after the game, like, when they, I hope we make our free throws. Exactly. And then after the game, when they blow us out, <laughs> one of the players has like three kids run up to him and he like picks them all up. And I'm like, wait, are those like his, his siblings? <laughs> no, dog. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh. It might be though. Like, I mean, yeah, like it was wild. just the we way it was. Two, I was like, no, those are his kids. We had one that had one of the kids had a uh, set of twins. Yeah. It was wild. I and went to elementary school with that kid. Daquan Smith, <laughs> dude, he was the craziest athlete I've ever seen. It was unreal. God, he was so funny. God, those, it was just hilarious. You Imagine had a bunch you know, of hoopers, dude. dude. I remember that. I remember we went and watched you guys play. It was nuts. Yeah, I mean, because we had the the white guys we had on the team were wild to watch. We had John Lang, which. Back in the day, it was like watching like hot sauce. Yeah, watching hot nuts. sauce. He did the craziest shit. Ian Graft, myself, and then uh, there was we had oh John McCain. I wish I knew what he was up to to this day. His name is John McCain. Yeah, yeah, but like he was like <laughs> shooter, and he was like John McCain. And he had like clip. a full, and he had a full beard in eighth grade. He was so intimidating. Like, he looked like a guy that just got done, like, pouring concrete all the time. Like, he had just, like, boots and jeans on, like, smoking a cig. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, crazy. And then we had uh, Dominique Kill was, was, like, to me, like, one of the best athletes of all time to go to Snyder. Even though, I don't know if he did much at Snyder, but he was such a great athlete. He uh, he was a starting running back. And then his senior year was the year that Mike Quell and JC just blew so, up. Yeah, they just so then off. he played defensive end opposite Travis Craven. And I think he was second in the ACC yeah, behind dude, Travis Craven in sacks. Yeah, how can you stop that speed? I've seen the craziest play ever. Like, they're playing Northrop, and he rushes the quarterback, like immediately breaks through. Quarterback, like, breaks this way. He starts backpedaling and jumps over the tackle that there was no way that he could have seen. He just, like, sensed that he was there. Backpedal jumped over him, then made the tackle. And I was like, <laughs> yes, what is going on right now? He was the craziest athlete. He had a dunk in a in a tournament off a dude's back off a rebound. Yeah. Like when, like, he was like, also re- 20. Yeah, yeah, he was like so much older than us. <laughs> he would run up and jump. He ran up, jumped off the back of a guy, and was able to take the tip off the hoop and dunk it. It was unreal. Yeah. Then we had this kid named Alan Tatum, who was yeah. literally... Uh, what? Um, from Philadelphia, seventy sixers. Oh my God, Allen Iverson, Iverson, in like, like, the same form. He had the fastest first step I've ever seen. I watched him cross over two people. We were, I think, we were in uh, Louisville. He crossed two dudes over, and they smacked heads like a cartoon. Yeah, he was a. <laughs> uh, he went to Snyder, and then they told him to cut his braids, and he was like, "Nah, dog." And they went to Elmhurst. And then he played with James Hardy, and they just had like the most insane team. Oh yeah, I've dude. ever seen. Because Daquan was on that team, James Hardy, Chad Edmonds, Alan Tatum, like they were insane. Um, what was their big man's name? Um, wait, who? Oh my gosh, I love the guy. He's so funny. Oh shit, they had James Hardy, Joe Poindexter. Oh Poindexter, dude, he got kicked out of Northside for smoking weed <sighs> as a sophomore. He's the one that did that reverse 360 in the SAC tournament yeah. at the Coliseum. It was like the, or it might have been at Wayne. I can't remember. But, God, yeah, we, I, it's funny how great the athletes were in Fort Wayne because you don't think about that when you compare it to the indie kids. But it's like, dude, we had some serious talent. One of my favorite scenes I ever, or one of the favorite things I ever saw was Wayne against Snyder and Sylvester Mays gets a steal. And like everyone just quit except for Artist Chambers, 
No, reverse that. Artist Chambers is the one that stole the ball. Everyone quits except Sylvester Mays. Sylvester Mays. So everyone's like watching them both full sprint, full court. And everyone's like, gee, oh, like going nuts. Yeah. And Artist Chambers runs up and cocks back and just dunks on Sylvester Mays, which Mays was a senior. I think Artist at the time was a sophomore, yeah. maybe. And where everyone's just like, you know, like the crowd, like the, the crowd just is like literally losing their mind, just yeah. running everywhere. God, it was awesome. I remember like when he played Northside, I think we were playing at Wayne, and then he just like hit like two threes in a row and then had like a breakaway dunk. And like all Wayne was like chanting, like the next LeBron is what they're chanting. And I was like, I don't know about that. But like <laughs> he did end up going to Ohio State. So shout out to him, man. I don't know. What's he up to? Dude, that's, I saw Joey, uh, it was wild. I saw Joey outside of the uh, corrections place. I was like, fuck, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? I was like, dude, you're like my hero growing up. It was so crazy. Uh, that's what they say. Never meet your hero. No, like, dude, don't, don't do it. Yeah, he was I great. think he's an electrician now. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Well, good for him, dude. Yeah. With those long-ass arms, I bet he can <laughs> fucking hook some shit up, dude. <laughs> Get his arm up there just like fucking hook some shit up. I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm pumped for this Sunday. I'm. It's going to be like an actual, supposed to be like a real game, right? Yeah. Wait, I mean, what, that's oh, what yeah. thinks. Like, it's just going to be nuts. What's the line right now, Jake? Do you know? Is it still like pretty damn close to even? One and a half, I believe. Jesus. I think it's Eagles minus one and a half. Well, the most thing I really care about for the game is hearing Meek Mill, his song, come out for the, for the Philly. Uh, dreams and Nightmares. If yes. they're losing at halftime, they're banging that in in the locker room. That's one that, million percent. Is that one of the best, like, city representative songs that there is out there? Is there any other song that, like, people play for their city? Maybe the Chicago Bulls starting lineup song? Yeah. But is there any other song? Uh, you ever heard My City? Where I'm from? <laughs> Stop, dude. Dude, great dude when I found out about that, when I was like, I was already working at 3BG, and they're like, oh, yeah, we like produced it. I was like, dude, that was a banger when I was in eighth grade. You know why it was a And banger? they were like, oh. <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, <laughs> we were banging that shit. It, it was it so was a cool. a banger because we had an agreement with that new... They had like a weird click hop station at the time. Oh, yeah. And we had like a promotional deal with them. And they were literally playing that song like 75 times a day. Click hop, dude. I remember that. (laughs) Remember when like their their MC, he would just remix songs and put his own like verse on it. So like the most popular songs, he would just like remix his own verse. So the song's playing and everybody's like, hell yeah, turn it up. Then all of a sudden he just starts rapping. Everybody's like, what the fuck is that? What a great way to get your shit out, though. He's just like, I run this station. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, because there's like nobody, like there's like no managers around. Like there's no one to tell you to stop doing they used that. To, like you just go on clickhop.com and like vote yeah. for whatever song you want. But it wasn't like you had to wait an hour. Like if the song had the most clicks, they put it back to back. To Dude, it's back. kind of ahead of its time, really. Honestly, think really. About it. Jesus. Dude, another thing I've been, uh, what's up? Uh, did you? I'm just asking because you had mentioned it. Did you have a weird take on the Super Bowl, or were you just more curious about the food? Uh, my weird take is that um, okay. So here's the thing: there's a Mad Ants game Sunday at noon. Shane's a big Mad Ants guy. I love Mad Ants. Everyone, Dude, I go to Mad Ants all the time. Dude, the games are fun. 
These people are fighting for their lives. You see, we just got Alfred Payton. Yeah, and then someone tried to talk yeah, shit. He made a Facebook post about it. Yeah, I'm fucking so pumped. I was so weak. Well, and because we have Boatwright's hurt, so we don't have Boatwright, and we've been fucking up since then. And so I was like, we need somebody. And then someone's like, oh, he's uh, he keeps fucking up. About, I was like, yeah, and we're reaping all the yeah, benefits. No shit. Yeah, dude. I'm, he's a solid I'm, fucking NBA backup point guard. And people, and we're just going to get him. And we kind of have like a famous team. So we have Justin Anderson who is actually famous for, I forget who the actual other guy is, but there's a famous meme of him getting hit in the head with the basketball playing defense in the NBA, and he goes cross-eyed. <laughs> That's Justin Anderson, <laughs> who we have, who's a 6'6", 240-like guard. Yeah. And he fucking, he gets like three or four dunks a game, and they're huge dunks. It's so much fun to watch him. Then we have uh, uh, David, um, oh my gosh. John Stockton's kid, David Stockton. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, Were John. Were you at the game when he was there? No. Oh. Last year. No, he was there this year. This year? Yeah. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember which game, but I seen I it. it was all over Twitter. Weird. I don't even remember that. I remember when he came last year. Oh. Somebody asked me, like, is he at all the games? And I just lied. And I was like, yeah, every single yeah. one. So yes, John go. Stockton has season <laughs> tickets, but he doesn't sit courtside. Yeah. Please just go. That's why I get so I get so mad. I we go to the games. Where are you guys' seats at? On the floor. Nice. But it's like, dude, there's these are like literally they are good games, and it's just yeah. like nobody knows it. I remember Every, I went to the uh, the first game when they were in the national championship against the Santa Monica Warriors, and they had uh, Clay Thompson's older brother Michael yeah. Thompson. It was like Blake Griffin's older brother. And then uh, the point guard from Ohio State, I forget his name, Aaron Kraft. And I was yelling the most obscene shit. And it's the Coliseum. And you can definitely hear me. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, like, one seat above, like, floor level. And they just, like, look. And they're just, like, and I'm, like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm. we got our t- tickets this year <laughs> for the first time. So I'm, like, because I always was, like, following them. And I was like, finally, I was like, I got to pull the trigger on this. And like, yeah. just get like season tickets. Like how much are they now? Uh, I think they're like around 5,700 for like the floor seats. I know that's what we'd have to pay next year. I think is what I saw. Okay. I mean, it's kind of expensive, but it's like, I think they were like 1200 for like floor seats, but this was like seven years ago. Yeah. No, and I was like, sweet. I should, I was like, we should just buy these. Yeah. There, we have four seats right there and they take care of you too. And it comes with like four Pacers. Uh, low level, lower level Pacers tickets. Okay, like we're going in as a group for a Pacers game in March. So, but I don't know. I'm into it, and the kids are into it. My seven year old likes basketball now, so I was like, all right, let's do it. I was yeah. looking at it more as like a family thing, and then uh, and then we had um, like Saturday night since I was in Colorado, we had open seats, so I gave it to like our management team, and they all went as like a night out and went and watched the game. And they said, and it was an overtime game. I was like, damn, that's sick. <laughs> You're like free basketball, man. Yeah. And Stockton, I think Stockton hit the game. Oh, no. Justin Anderson hit the game winner. But it's funny. So he's in it. We have Boatwright and uh, Stockton. And then we have the kid from Arizona that was good. Um, I'm blanking his fucking name out right now. But there's people like if you follow college basketball, yeah. you're like, oh, shit, that's so-and-so. It's yeah. like sick. I wish more people would go to the fucking games. Yeah. It's. It's just so sad. Then you go to the Comets thing. Well, Comets is sold Comets. out all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like Comets like, are like packed. It's like, dude, I get it. It's fun. It's Comet hockey. But like, 
is hockey. Can we go watch this basketball, please? Why is nobody into the basketball? It is very bizarre because it's like we're Indiana. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You go to any of the high school games, yeah. Act. And you think about like this is better than college basketball in in a way. Like the skill is definitely better than college. Oh yeah. So like, it's all the good players, not the great players, but the good ones. Yeah. It's like come on. Dude, I just, it just pisses me off. I don't get into it. Um, so no, my hot take on the Super Bowl. Whoa. Are you going to the game before? Wait, Are wait, you going wait. to the Mad Ants game? I think I'm going to go. Okay, but my wife, that's the problem is my wife's going to be pissed because she want is probably going to need me to stay home and help get everything together for this. Wait, how did that whole Mad Ants thing come about from your hot take on the Super Bowl? He said there's a Mad Ants game right before the right Super before. Bowl. Okay, that he wants to go to. So should should I go? And make my wife deal with, like, getting everything ready? Or should I stay and help? What do you think? I vote go. I vote go. I vote go. I mean... I mean, you should it's better probably, to ask for you should probably stay forgiveness than permission, right? You should probably stay, but I mean, definitely go. I just bought her. <laughs> I just bought her and her sister's Fallout Boy ticket, so I feel like I have like a few debits to spend. Okay, right? What's he? What are you doing over there? Being real. <laughs> so annoying. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, a girl at Pine Valley hits me with a be real one. She's like, "Hey, can we take a picture together?" And I was like, "What?" It's like early morning, like Saturday morning golf tournament. Yeah. She's all chipper and shit, like one of the car girls. Jumps uh-huh. in and takes a picture, and then it's, she's like, look, it's a B-reel. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it just shows you in the picture. Why is that cool? Wait, what? Because it just shows you in the, it just takes picture of both sides, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't get it. Why? Who cares? Well, no, it's like, it's just like, okay, so the concept is that you add your friends like you want to add, but not. It's it's kind of like a more personalized or kind of a, like and just like an update Snapchat because it's not like you want to like be communicating with people all day through it. It's literally just like you check in, you just take a picture, and it's just like, oh hey, time out. I just thought of something. Sorry, I don't know if you're. <laughs> hey, no one else knows what you're thinking. Oh, so. Do you remember? <laughs> all right. When I found out that Claire was pregnant with August, do you remember going out to Early Birds and me and you were hanging out and you go, hey, man, good job on doing the most Fort Wayne shit ever. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, just having random kids with chicks? (laughs) Do you remember saying that to me? I was like, dude, fuck off. I'm going through it right now. Delroy was just like, there's a fucking bird right here I have to go for. I don't know why I just thought about that. Why did that why did that come to your mind? I don't know. It's just being real, dude. Be real. What do you want me to do? Jeez. It's a thousand degrees in here, by the way. Can we do can we open up something? Can we do something? Yeah, we can open that. Fucking hot boxing in here. Right. Anyways. No, here's my thing about the Super Bowl. I get so pissed when the right food and right beers aren't being served. Oh, thanks. Aren't being served correctly, and it just pisses me off beyond anything. That's why I don't even, I can't even afford to go anywhere that's not my own house because I'll just be annoying and pissed. Or bad seating or bad TV. I think I talked about this last year. Like, you go to someone's house, they're like, oh, we're having a Super Bowl party. You go over and they got like a 43 inch TV, and you're like, the fuck am I? 
Yeah. What do you mean to do with this? Is this a fucking Xbox monitor? Like, what? Let's let's watch the game. Hey, do you have any like other chairs that I could pull closer to the TV? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awful. So I can't even foldable chairs go. like in the attic or yeah. like not nah, standing room only. Standing. <laughs> okay. Standing room. Awesome. I was just holding my plate. Does anybody else feel it? Like like the the barbershop. It seems cool. Fun party. I'm thinking about seating. Oh yeah, it's. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like, where's the TV going? Did so we like have. So we screen? bought. So we have like six TVs in there now. Oh, okay, so you just yeah. have them all over the place. Yeah, that's not bad. Don't you go to this barbershop? I don't go around play like one TV, two TV, three TV. I don't. Right. I'm not casing the joint when I go in there to get fucking. <laughs> okay, but you've seen more than one TV. You've seen a TV. In my head, you'd want to do like one focal point TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, I'm already. Yes. I'm already like Larry Dave and the shit out of this. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to. I mean, yes, you do want a focal point. Like for Notre Dame games, when people are like, "Hey, you want to go to so and so's or go to this place to watch a Notre Dame game?" No, I want to watch it in my house because I'm going to get mad. I want to get pissed. I want to like cuss at everybody in my own like area. Yeah, like order my own little food, my own shit. That's like when uh, the last Colts game I went to. Uh, it was awesome. You know, went with Andrea and her friends. Because they were like, "Hey, company has some tickets. You guys want to come?" Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great. What game was it? Uh, the Titans. It was. It was not this last year. It was the year before okay. Titans game. We Do the lost. Colts play Titans six times a year. Twice. twice, dude. It seems like they play them six times a year. <laughs> okay, play the division twice. But, but anyways, I very quickly realized that I was the only actual Colts fan. Not only in our group, but like probably in the suite that we were in, because I was like fucking yelling and I clap and like I get very into it. Yeah, I'm like, this is what you're supposed to do, though. Like, oh this, yeah, I was like, That's don't be in a fan. I feel like exactly. most, most Colts fans act like it's a golf course. Oh, like, dude, no there is rowdy oh, no. It, they, we got a pump sound into that place. How about being in the suites? Off. How about being in the suites? It's the worst thing. So when we first started the business. I had, when I was 19, I bought a Cadillac DTS. It was brand new. Ran it straight into the ground. Straight into the ground. Three years, destroyed it. Then my wife and I started dating. We bought a house. And then my first car I bought again was a Ford Edge, like family vehicle. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, and then I drove like a nice uh, Dodge Ram. And then I got like a nice, like I, the second I'm into a nicer car, like I can't go back to like the oh, next, yeah. the car under it. So the football games were really the same way because our buddy Labrado's mom was a big gambler at one of the casinos and they had tickets. So we would go stay in the casino suite down there. Once you're in a suite, there's no fucking way in hell I'm going to go back into a chair like some fucking peasant and watch this football game. There's no way. <laughs> It's impossible. What if you're front row? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because in the front row, they deliver your drinks, I think, in the first, that lower level. Yeah. So there's got to be something. Like his brother-in-law, we flew their jet down to uh, Houston for uh, business. No. You're never flying. Dude, it's impossible. Commercial ever. <laughs> Dude, it's a fun. It's so. We literally pulled up, got into a plane, and left. I went to work until 10. Flew to Houston, had a meeting, and I was home by 8.30 that night. That's sick. So sick. That's sick. That's sick. 
I was like, dude, I can't do this. I'm addicted. You're like, to this. oh man, this is. I'm getting addicted to rich people shit right dude, now. Yeah, you You're can. Like, I was like, I can't get. Ri- I can't get addicted to this rich people shit yet. It's wild. Or like my brother. With the lake, we'll be at the lake, and he's like, "Oh, we got to go get a hey, uh, broke the light last night on the thing." I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, let's go get a new light. And you go, it's like, I want to go. Let's just go to this tractor supply and get a new light. He's like, yeah. "No, we got to go at to like the car, the boat dealership to get this light." It's like, dude, I can't put myself around it when you're sitting next to a pontoon that's a hundred and eighty thousand dollars, dude. A pontoon. We bought our pontoon. I for think they're called tri. I think they're yeah. called tritunes. You're telling me one fucking tune to it adds a hundred thousand dollars to it? It's insane. That's nuts. Is it a double decker? No, I don't even know what the fuck this thing does. It's, I was a, like, it's a tri tune and it's very long. I don't care, dude. <laughs> our our pontoon cost is and it's fine. It runs. It turns on. It has speakers in it. Yeah, and it costs. I think we spent twelve. Actually, not even eighteen. I think we spent twelve grand on it. But trust me, Can that's, you wakeboard that's, behind it. What? Can you wakeboard behind it? No, but who the fuck's mm. doing that? Dude, that's People with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that's that is luxury. That is absolutely luxury because we had one that was literally just like you know those uh, just like the flat bases that are just like floating kind of close to shore. It was practically one of those, just long enough to be a pontoon. Was it just like three Filipino guys in the back just <laughs> kicking their life away. It, it had this. It had the steering wheel and all that good stuff. But then we just used lawn chairs. <laughs> To sit and then we would just go around the best time in the world. You just need to go to the sandbar and back, man. Doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there. It was great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I look at this boat, I'm like, dude, who's buying these? Who's buying a hundred and eighty thousand dollar pontoon that doesn't even That's putting it on Lake James. This is put on Lake James. <laughs> like, I don't know about that, dude. Like there's a guy on Lake take James. Up to Lake that, Michigan or something. That's what I'm saying. There's a guy up there that has a quad. I think it's a quad 250. It's like one of those boats that like you would take from like Miami to fucking Bahamas. Oh, it's like a go fast boat. Yeah, and he's a drug got, smuggler. Yeah, and he's got one on the lake. It's like, dude, what are you doing? We don't need that out here. But does he ever so, like tune it out and oh, just yeah. fucking go? Oh, it's awesome. I love hearing it. But I'm obviously just hating on this guy yeah. right now. And whoever ends up buying this fucking crazy pontoon, I'm hating on you too. Yeah. But I don't even know how we got. Do you like that. pontoons better than speedboats? Uh, we grew up in like a little nautique. Like we had a, it was a nineteen eighty. It was a, God, it was a two thousand one nautique, which means it was from nineteen eighty six, which is years I was born. And we got we had that until probably like four or five years ago. Oh really? Yeah. So I like the pont. I like having the little crack crafts. But I mean, now with the kids, like if they want to go tubing, it's easy to tube behind the pontoon. It's not a big deal. Um, and it, you know, we can load everybody up together cause it's the whole family. We all go up there together all the time. Okay. So it's, you know, the funnest thing we did last year, which I was the most hype about this. I thought my kids were going to love this. We have the turtle races in, on Lake James. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I was hyped for that. So I hit him up cause he like is, has a, like a weird sexual experience with turtles. It's not, it's not true at all. I gotta hear that. No, it's a weird thing. <laughs> it's not. And really all amphibious animals he's got like a weird sexual thing for. Okay, dude. We were just turtles. Golf. We were playing <laughs> golf once. He found a frog who was dead. It was obviously dead. And he made me take it back all the way to the pond, which was like a nine minute excursion. No, it was to take this dead frog back to the pond. I'm it, like, dude, it wasn't fully dead. It had I a never, gash. I in can't its play side. golf with him uh-huh. without him finding animals in grass. 
Like the dude comes up with the most shit. Next thing, by the time you get to the fourth Don't hole, head out of the fairway a lot. <laughs> no, I was in the deep rough one time, deep, and uh, I found a baby turtle, and he. Ever since then, he's added out for me in the turtles. Got oh, because it. also he puts it in my cup holder, <laughs> in a cup. So now I'm like holding shit. I'm like, dude, get your fucking, what do you call it? Like your Gino, your fucking turtle home out of my cup holder. Terrarium. Terrarium. Get your terrarium out of here so I can fucking put my beer down. <laughs> he's like, oh wait, this. I think the squirrels in 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 it, trouble. It was, it was a new hatchling, you know. Ugh, anyways, so um, why I brought that up. Oh, getting text messages here. Um, Look at them later. You're talking about the turtle race that no, your kids, the, the turtle race. So I'm like, all right, Jake, how do you do? You know how to rate? Do you know how to like train turtles? And he's like, no, nah, man. So we find. So I I put an APB out to our family chat. I'm like, all right, I need a fast turtle. If anyone sees one, catch it and bring it to me because we're gonna win this fucking turtle race at uh, if they catch it it's probably not a fast turtle right well, well yeah so well, well he did ask me about it and i told him the type of turtle to get and then lo and behold they already have rules against that so people have already consulted turtle experts okay. to you know make sure that to put in the proper rules to but we didn't have rules it. then they they exactly. want you to if you're going to use a turtle at like james they want it to be like in the like in that area well and they said like just there, was it lose it and it gets like in the population. Yeah, some, yeah, some, was, some was, like was it a certain size or they just said no leatherbacks? So they said no leatherbacks, so they yep. must be like the fastest one. They're very fast. Very but fast. they do size. They have like these boxes. So when you go and you put your turtle into the contest, it's like they put it into a box and it tells them what size. And then they tell you like what race you're going to be in based okay. on the size. So we get this turtle. My brother-in-law finds one over by them. They live off of 33 over like towards Cherubusco. So this poor fucking turtle traveled from Cherubusco to our house on northeast in northeast Fort Wayne, all the way up to Lake James, which is where we eventually let him out. <laughs> like his family thinks he's dead. Like if if this was an episode of First Forty Eight, like he's gone. Oh yeah. Like this turtle is out of here, and now he's in Lake James, probably living it up. To be totally honest, he's a lake turtle now. Yeah, that's he's wearing like boat better. shoes <laughs> and just like kind of a prick now. <laughs> he's mean to people in the drive drive through. <laughs> I said, I said double cheeseburger, you idiot! God, that turtle is so pompous. From its from its humble beginnings in Trebusco, right? It's blacked out at Club Pede. <laughs> Dude, that fucking turtle's an asshole. It has no shoes on in the back, just dancing his karaoke. Club Pede, dude, what a shithole! But a great time oh, yeah. and great pizza, by the way. Anyways, so we get to the turtle hunt. Or we get to the turtle race. We've How'd been, you train it? Okay, so what we did is we put it out in the front yard. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I was like, did you get it faster? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we hired this guy. Uh, he was a known uh, coach for gymnast girls. Girls gymnasts. His name is Larry. Yeah, I mean, you, you know who I'm talking about? No, he was talking about the. Larry, he was talking about the Michigan State coach. No, yeah, like that's where he's from. What? Well, I wanted the best coach to get this turtle. <laughs> yeah. His name was Larry Nasser. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. But... <laughs> He's good with his hands. Yeah, I mean, he would get kind of massagey with the turtle, but... Uh, yeah, I was getting crazy jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's like, watch it, watch it, watch it. 
Hey, 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 hey. We get so handsy. <laughs> can you uh can you turn it over for me? Slow. Slow. You're not supposed to turtle on its back. <laughs> now put the now put the turtle in the sunspot. Yeah. Dude, fuck. <laughs> fuck off. You, uh, do you ever watch interracial turtle porn? Just like a box turtle and a leatherback just getting after it. Two leatherbacks and one fucking box dude, turtle. Dude. What's the they're, old- they're all turtles, okay? <laughs> Dude, what's the old uh the, from the office when the when they the do you guys remember the um water watermark episode yeah no that and, was that was mickey and uh something else no it was a duck and something else having sex on the paper i thought, I thought and dwight's mickey. like dwight's like i don't know what the big deal is he's like i grew up on a farm it's like you see a duck fucking a goat <laughs> goat doing a turtle or well, i forget the line but it's just a classic <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about right there. Anyways, so the way we would we had him in like we had her in a little ha- habitat, which we were able to figure out if it was a hear her. That was fun. Yep. So the kids are getting the kids are into it. We would take her out and put her in the front yard, and then just like let her roam around. That was how we practiced. Okay. And then yeah, so then we get there, and the kids have zero. I don't know what happened. It was just like zero interest. Zero. They could not care about this turtle less. It was wild. They're like, are we ready to get rid of this fucking thing? No, yeah. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, let's go race this thing. And they're like, we just want to put it in the water. And I was like, I was the, then I realized like I was the one that was so excited. And I don't know if the kids ever gave a flying fuck at all about this. But like, that's kind of like being a dad is like, you have to just like keep like inventing these things to do and events to go to and just like yeah. trying to create all of these um different experiences for them so you hope like some of them stick that's why like the way i i got the way i got into basketball was cuz i went to the um uh Harlem Globetrotters oh did you? did you go this year yeah we went this year and i went this year cuz i was like oh shit i think this is how to get my kid into basketball so my seven year old, it's a, she's uh her name's Sevy. I was like my older eleven year old. She just is not. She can barely like walk without like falling. So she's kind of a lost cause for sports, to be honest with you. But we're gonna try and get her involved. Academic scholarship. For <laughs> yeah, that we one. hope maybe we'll see. <laughs> so then our seven year old, she did. She got. It. She got it. She's, she's like, got it. Yeah, she's into it now. So like you win though, you have like those small wins. But a lot of times it's like you're trying to invent these things to do and all this stuff. And it really ends up just being, you know, a bust most of the time, but you got to yeah. keep trying all these different things. Yeah. Do you guys talk about that type of stuff on the other pod? No, it's mostly like sports stuff or lists. Yeah, or so it's like, uh, um, like we transitioned like throughout like different periods. So it's like when we first started, like it was always like something that we could do to like change society, like something stupid that you just change. Like, and mostly had to do with the internet. So it kind of got redundant. It always came back to the same thing. Yeah. So then you switch it up and you're just like, okay, we'll do like top threes. So we'll just pick like a category and we'll be like crazy because it's like, I choose these topics. Like we'll choose these topics. And then like two weeks later, barstool sports will have them. And I'm like, is some like low level bar stoolie, like a stoolie just out here, just like listening to like local podcasts. And he's just like, that's a good topic. We should do that. Yeah. That's Cause it's like most random. I was just like, 
things that start with the letter B. So like last week they did the things that start with the letter B draft. And it was like almost identical to like our list. And I'm just like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. And it's like another one is just so happened to be like one that we had already done, which was board games. And I was like, now it's getting, now I'm getting mad. Is is a Ouija board considered a board game? Did you guys bring that in to uh, the conversation? I wouldn't because it freaks me out. Yeah. But like, I don't think that's something to play with. Have you ever done one? Ever yeah. been around it? Yeah. Do, I, I know that it's like a, there's a whole science to it with everyone touching the thing. But we've done it a few times, and every time, every time it freaks me out. Oh yeah, I can't do it anymore. I think it's like the, now it's I'm the just best like, board game. The Ouija board is the best. It's board. my favorite board game. Is a Ouija board. Do you push it? I don't. Push are it. you the pusher? I'm guy? not pushing. You, it. There's always a pusher. I don't know who it is. It wasn't me, dude. Those things are real. I you don't fuck with those things. Yeah, I love. You've them. never seen The Exorcist. I guarantee. you. Yeah, we have seen it. <laughs> and you still? I want to bring bring the shit in here. Let's talk to this stuff. No, no fuck uh-huh. you. Not in my house. Not no bad no bad juju over here, dude. Why does it have to be bad juju? It's like here, everyone. I, this guy is never good juju. Why can't it be just like a sexual ghost that wants to have sex with you? Why does it always have to be like this murderous, scary thing? We were talking about this the other day. Why you don't have sex with ghosts? Yeah, we're like, don't you change? Stop having sex with ghosts. I was like, I'll never stop. No, I was. We were talking the other day about a guy that this guy is talking about. His girlfriend always had uh, his ex girlfriend was a terrible uh, sleepwalker. Okay. And he's talking. He's like, oh, my ex girlfriend, dude, it was awful. She'd wake up and just be staring at me. When I wake up and and she would go down to the basement and fuck with the stuff in the basement or in the kitchen, and she would like then just fall asleep in the places that she was walking to. And I was like, "Oh, too bad she wasn't a sleep blowjobber." <laughs> I would never tell her. You just can't. Tell. <laughs> they say you're. Ne- they say you're Don't never supposed to wake them up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Why does that never happen? Why is it never like, dude? Like my fucking girlfriend just won't stop sleep blowing me. It's like." So annoying. It's like because it, people don't tell it. Because what you say, it's society. It's like it would only get awkward though if, like, you know, like her family comes over. You guys wanted to watch this movie. She falls asleep on the couch. <laughs> it starts to happen. You're like, hey, everyone, it's it's best if you don't wake her. Be just cool, get everybody. Out, get cool, out. Everybody. Get out. Or stay. Stay if you want. <laughs> but get out. Like, everybody, back up. You gotta get the caution tape out. Like just. It's the uh, uncle from uh, Christmas Vacation. It's best to just let him finish. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dog under the table. <laughs> you just notice yeah. humping the leg. It's best to let him finish. <laughs> if they're like a sleepwalker and they're doing that, do you do everything just to disturb their sleep all the time? Well, yeah. See, I was that kid, though. I was a crazy sleeper as a kid. Were you? You, a sleep, you were a sleepwalker? Oh, dude, my grandmother told a couple, used to tell a couple crazy stories. So she used to live up at the lake. That's why we used to go up there all the time. She told used to tell a story about me waking up and her finding me literally almost a whole half mile down the road. Which a mile down the road was just about to back to the poke almost to the Pokagon or Lake James um, Association building. That's like about a mile, like 1.3 miles. So like halfway down was crazy. I don't even remember it. One night I woke up out of it myself sleepwalking it was just because it was just getting to be fall and for whatever reason we had like a really thick green fog out on the lake and because of the wind my grandmother had opened the front door which is facing the lake 
to let air in through the night. And so the green fog like rolled into our kitchen. Like literally there's like four foot tall, thick green frog fog. Fog. And that's when I woke up in the kitchen, like out of a sleepwalking thing. Buddy, I'll never forget that, dude. It was awful. That's heebie-jeebies right there. It was dude. creepy that's as creepy. hell. Dude, kids sleepwalking is the creepiest thing in the world, dude. But yeah, my grandfather said I used to like have like these, like he would hear me crying, and he would go into my room, and I'd just be jumping on the bed crying hysterically, but in like just like sleeping. Now my kids do that, and it's like so awful. Dude, I hear it's like it. If you did it and like your parents do it, it's more inclined that your kids will yeah, do it. Yeah, they do it now. And it's like, dear do God. Do you ever just like wake up next to you and you're just like, <laughs> well, I sleep, I sleep kind of like, I'm the type of weirdo that like, I wish a motherfucker would break in because I just, you sleep towards the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right by the door. And I'm ready to like, we're strapped up. So my one kid will start crying and he, he sleeps on the total opposite side of the house. So you'll hear this like, this running pattern down the hallway, like, and he just boom, like blasts the door open. And every time I just want to be like, ah, and just fucking lay him out. But then he comes in like just hysterical and you just, they're like, but he, but he's also sleepwalking when he does it. Oh yeah. He doesn't remember anything. Like, do you just like pick him up and put him in bed with you? He goes right in. He goes right in. It's a nightmare. Do you take him back to his room? Yes. Yeah. So what's the thing behind you're not supposed to wake him up? Is that just like an old wives tale? I tell you what, I remember being woken up in that downstairs that night and it was just so confusing and I ended up puking. I remember puking as a kid and that's when my grandmother woke up, came downstairs, turned the lights on, opened the other doors, so got the fog out of the house. She just comes down, you're just throwing up yeah. after sleepwalking, there's green fog everywhere, and she's like, What the fuck are you wait, doing? Yeah. Wait, it was at that time. But she was a pretty bad drunk, so she was probably just <laughs> I don't know if she remembered it either. She's like, I might be sleepwalking too. Myself. <laughs> yeah. She called it her fire water. I love she that. She was a, a vibe. That's so racist. Vibe I love it. it. We were like, dude. What we because as a kid you would always accidentally drink some of it thinking it was your water, always. You're like, ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> yeah, it's spicy. <laughs> Why is it? Why is it spicy? <laughs> but wait, so did you wake up yourself or someone woke you up and you started puking? I woke up myself downstairs. I I just remember opening the fridge and then waking up, and then you and threw then up looking in the around. Fridge? No, in the bathroom. Uh-huh. I, then I looked around. And I was like so confused. I, I re, to this day I can remember the feeling. And you started throwing up. Yeah, I got, I got so sick. I started throwing up. So I wonder if that's why. Probably. Well, I think it's just so disorienting. Yeah, and like it could be so jarring for the kids. Yeah, like you remember that to this day. To this day, so I it's probably just feeling. ingrained in your brain, like scarred, and you're just yeah. like, that's weird. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why they say don't wake up sleepwalkers. Another thing that was wild when we were kids is thinking about my... I have a sister that's 10 months older than me. She's mentally, physically handicapped. I have memories of her hanging out with us down at our neighbor's place. It was like eight cottages down. Like, just hanging out with us. Like, thinking about that now is so wild. Because <laughs> so back then, she could walk and run. She was in the Special Olympics for uh, sprinting at, for her age Family group. of athletes, baby. Yeah, always. And I, re- I remember, like... Her just like laughing so hard when the gun went off, and we're like, "Run, Lindsay!" And she's just fucking hysterically laughing. She thought it was funny. Yeah, she finally took off. She got silver. Ooh, (laughs) still smoked everybody. But now, but then over the years, her the muscle and the and the cartilage behind her knees grew together, so she can't walk. She's in a wheelchair now. 
So like oh, it's crazy man. thinking about like my buddy used to have a they lived down on the cliffs and they had a basketball hoop, a half court basketball hoop that was like partly concrete built into the the hill. Part of it was on a wooden deck. And I distinctively remember sitting Lindsay up on like the railing. <laughs> like just like humpy gumpy. Like back then she could just do she had like the balance to be like like you could comfortably do that. Yeah. Now it'd be like it'd be murder. It'd be murder if you did that now. Yeah. It's just wild. And we and so a lot of the stuff, a lot of the memory stuff came up because my brother and I we went on that ski trip last Wait, week. Wait, so why did you say Humpty Dumpty? She sat on the or he sat on the wall. Yeah, and then he fell off and broke. Everything. Yeah, that's what you, that's what happened. That what happened to this day. It's true, but I've been I, so anyways. I was with my my brother in uh, Colorado last week, so all the old stories. Oh, just reminiscing. Up. Yeah, and we had uh we had um uh Drew Tranquil's little brother with us, Justin. <laughs> By the way, fucking athlete. Oh, I yeah. know he's not as big as his brother. But the kid is the fucking real deal. So we don't... My brother and I have been skiing for years. We do a lot of backcountry, like, tough stuff. We have a good time with it. Justin's new to this group, so we don't know how he skis. And he's like, we're like, so can you... Like, what's your background? You don't want to be like, hey, man, do you suck? Or, like, what's the... Right. So he's like, oh, you know, we used to ski a ton until football took over our lives. Then my dad, like, was like, yeah, no more skiing. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we don't know. So first morning out, we get a couple runs in, we're stretching out, and it's my favorite black diamond and steamboat, which is called Biscuits. Love this run. So I get off the lift, I don't even stop. I see all these fucking Ninkin poops sitting over the top, like chit chatting about it. I'm like, let's fucking go. So I just dive in, make a couple cuts, get to about 150 feet down, about 150 yards down, look up top to see the rest of this, the group start coming in. So my buddy Andrew drops in, he's a real smooth skier. My brother drops in. We don't know how Justin skis yet, right? We're Wait, you take him to the Black Diamond? If he's, hey, we're rolling. If you're rolling with us, then oh, you're, yeah. you know, what, if you don't, then just keep going straight type of thing, you know? Yeah. So I'm watching them. Everyone starts coming down. Justin hits one cut and hits a nine-foot jump and sticks the fucking landing. And I was like, dude, athletes are fucking athletes. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. And it was funny because it's like it's like inviting your one buddy to play cornhole. And he's like, what's this game called? And he hits like four fucking cornholes. You're like, all right, yeah. dude, what the fuck? That's how I felt. I was like, oh, this guy was like, I don't know. I, I dabble with skiing. And then just hits a nine-foot jump like it was literally nothing. Like it's, it's like our, it's our first 45 minutes together. So from there, it was a blast. And then so that first day, we got pretty confident. So we wanted to go out of bounds. There's a run that my brother had found on uh, – YouTube that was an out of bounds run. Uh, and you have to be careful cause you're dropping in. I think if I remember correctly, anywhere between like nine to 9,600 feet. That's when like you start to descend. Yeah. And I think it ends. If I remember looking at my watch, I think it ends at like 7,200. So it's not a super long run. But it's pretty long. The problem with this run is if you, it ends at a, like a cat trail, like a green run. That's where like it you come down, then it like tees off into a into a green. <clears throat> the problem with that is it it runs into the green about at ninety degrees. Like the mountain comes down and yeah. just sticks it. So Logan, my brother, strong skier, he takes off right. We kind of lose him. And we're not gonna go right because if you go further right, you go into this thing called fish um 
Fish Creek Falls, which is such a steep incline. You can't even hike out if you get too far there out of bounds. You have to get a helicopter to come and get you. Oh, really? That's how steep it is. And it's narrow, too, so even helicopters are going to have a tough time getting in there. So it's super dangerous. Logan, of course, takes off over there. So we lose him pretty fast. Uh, but I'm not worried about him. Pretty, you know, I knew he'd be fine. Our group goes. Justin goes first, which is good because this is all untouched powder. Like no, So there's no tracks to, like, really, like, oh, somebody else. Catch a line them. or yeah, whatever yeah, you call it. Yeah. yeah. So Justin goes first, which is great, and he's doing fine. He has no problem getting down. Then our buddy Nick Tipman, not he's a fucking balls of steel, but not as a strong skier as the rest of the group, but made up for it in heart, you know. <laughs> so honestly, he never he never didn't go where we were going. Okay. Which is crazy to do. You know, like that's crazy. That's how you break both your arms. Exactly. But he didn't care. He's already always down. So he went down, my buddy Andrew goes down. I stayed in back because I didn't want to I'm the type of guy that like if I'm if someone gets stuck up there in like a tree well or something like I there's no way I can just like not go up and yeah. try and get you out and that would be a night like almost impossible to do it especially in like fucking ski boots so I stayed back make sure everybody can go down Logan I'm already like I'm making cuts I'm trying to figure out how to get down this fucking thing it's literally 90 degrees so we're just like <laughs> trying to get down without dying um we're all cussing Logan. It was like this fucking because this run sucks. Yeah, it's not even like a fun thing. It, it's fun after you do it because it's just so dangerous. They but just like, talk about doing. They it, talk yeah. about it, yeah. But like, it's not like a necessarily like a fun black diamond. It's it's uncharted. It's not. It doesn't have a ranking. It's you know, it's just an out of bounds thing. So Logan calls me. He's like, "Hey, where are you guys at?" And I'm like, "Uh, we're fucked over here." I was telling, I was like, "We're fucked." Uh, we're trying to get down. He's like, how's everybody doing? I was like, Justin's doing all right. Nick's fighting. <laughs> me and Carp are fighting right now, like trying to get down. Like, let me call you when we get the like, let me get through this. Hang on the phone. I get down. There's these two big ass boulders, which was dope because you could see the boulders from one of the gondola gondolas going up. Yeah. So it was cool to be able to look back at it and be like, fuck, we did that thing right there. You know, but it's also sucks when you ski down. I I needed to make a cut and I just couldn't do it. Just, my legs are just so fucking tired. So I go straight, which means it puts me on top of this boulder. So I'm sitting on top of this fucking boulder with maybe four or five feet of snow on top of it. And my phone rings again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I call Logan. I'm like, look, what's up? And he's like, you guys out yet? I'm like, no, dude, we're fucking <laughs> fighting in here. We're not out yet. I'm on the boulder, bro. No, I'm on the boulder. I told him, I was like, I'm on the fucking boulder right now. He's like, the boulder? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Jesus, I'm in the condo. And I'm like, dude, we're fucked over here. I don't know where how you got down. So I hang up the phone with him. I only have two cuts to make. I make my first cut. And then my second cut, I have to stop. And it's a jump cut to my left. And I got to make it tight enough that I can traverse like almost back up the hill because I'm telling you, it's 90 degrees into the fucking cat trail. So I make the cut, which is tough because I'm exhausted. It's a jump cut. So I got to jump up and turn my body, turn my skis, get down the hill and start moving. So I make the cut. I'm like, fuck, let's go. I just got to commit to, to making this line and maybe I'll get lucky and see like someplace below me that I can get down to the cattail without like jumping as a 355 pound man 
not do like a perfectly parallel surface. It's like not what I want to do. Shoot my knees out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I do it, but then my left ski clips a bush, mm. rips the ski off, and then my right leg, I can already feel it like going deep into the ground. I already know I'm in a tree well because I see the tree right next to me. Uh-uh. So I try to get wide real quick. I end up falling just about under my nipples. And I'm like, oh, shit. But they can – I'm about 65 yards from the team. So I'm like, like you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Just give me a few minutes here. We're all right. I'm like, you need us to come up? I was like, no, we're good. Just relax. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Thank God the bush that ripped my ski off, I can reach it. So I reach up. I pull myself up and kind of like kick my legs up. I'm trying to get up as much as I can. Everything keeps like – it's like quicksand, right? I get so lucky I can just feel something on the tip of my snow boot. And I, it's funny. I was, you know, it could have been a, a tree branch. It could have been some dead guy's nose. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. But it gave me just enough leverage to reach up and put my right arm and kind of like, kind of uh, like half Nelson, this yeah. bush. So then I could reach up and like feel around for my ski, which I couldn't. So I had to grab my po- pole which I had to let go of the, brick, the bush and then redo all the bush thing again. Now I have the, my ski pole and I'm poking at the, the sand trying to get my ski out, trying to find it in this deep-ass snow. They got like 400-some inches. So it's like, it's I'm like, okay, I'm fucked. Yeah. I get so lucky. I said, ding, ding, hitting the, binder, the binding on the fucking ski. I'm like, oh, my God. Get the ski out. I get it behind my shoulders. I get both skis behind my shoulders, put my elbows back behind my back, and then I press down on the yeah. skis because they're kind of dissipating the weight. And I was able to kind of like shimmy your way shimmy out. out of the tree well. And then, but the the most disheartening thing about that is, yeah, I think we just descended like 2,000 feet almost. And the last 65 feet is me literally like walrusing down. <laughs> <laughs> this hill and then just sliding on my ass down into this cat trail like a piece of ski garbage it was the worst feeling like you look up and you're like i did a great job into that last 65 yeah. feet and then i'm literally a piece of shit you're over here worried about justin dude. <laughs> and we're all worried about justin justin's been waiting for me like eating a sandwich he like ordered da- DoorDash. Oh, you down? Yeah, I was like, he's got a hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but it's fun watching the fucking athletes, man. Oh, like yeah. just watching him, it's like, damn, like you get it. What time are we at? What are we doing? Uh, we're at an hour twenty six. Probably should end it. I was talking the whole time. I feel awful. I don't know. You said the funniest thing I've heard probably in the last like year. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Will Smith joke, dude. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Oh, no. Thanks for having me, I hope you had a good time. Yes, 100%. Next time we'll get Z on at the same time. It sucked that he wasn't here. I would love to hear you guys' old stories. Oh, there's... We got a few. We got a few. That's awesome. Hey, um... Sorry for spending so many weeks off, guys. We've been so busy. So, uh... We appreciate your uh, patience with us putting out the episodes. Do we have a bonus episode to put out as well? Yeah, I have the last episode to post. Okay, perfect. So do a, are we doing a doubler or what are we doing? I'll probably just post that one and then post the next one the next day. This one the next day. Okay, perfect. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys. You know how we typically end. I don't know if you ever listened to the end of the pod before. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we'll set a stage, a situation, a scene for you. 
Okay. And I'm going to set this whole stage for you, and then I'm going to ask you a question, and then you have to give us like a one word or like one, one phrase, phrase response. Okay. You got it? All right. First Is thing that comes scenarios are the same one for both of us. No, no, no. Oh, it's just, just, it'll I'll just be ju- it'll just be you. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind, you say this. Okay. All right. And this is what I say in the scenario? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's say... Uh, paint the scene for it. Yeah, let me paint the scene. So um, it's a late night at the barbershop. Uh, uh, about 16 inches of snow came, snowfall hit. Um, you look out the front window, there's nothing out there, just the wind blowing the snow around. Uh, you start to turn off some lights. Uh, starting to close the shop down. You know, you're washing your stuff, sharpening some stuff. All of a sudden, you you hear the the bell ring as the door opens up, and oh, walks in walks Vivica A. Fox, and she's wearing a sexy black coat, winter coat, and she's freezing. She's trying to get some shelter uh, from outside, and she looks at you, and she says, "Are you Justin Dudroy?" And you say, "Oh, this is where I." Do it? Yeah. Uh, I would say, who's asking? I like it. Yeah. I'm hitting my target. I feel like I'm hogging. Kicking like the garden. I'm south like New Orleans. Get it jumping. They're calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Tiptoe down the pylon. Spent the bill on my song. Just to say I sound nice, huh? Uzi done did it again. I was down five, down five. Had to bet 50 to win. Had to get 50 to spin. Saving my living, no 10. Had to get straight for the bend.